Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hello, amazing, beautiful, gorgeous human beings and all the living creatures on this earth. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Shaman Flora. I'm just trying things out of my greetings. Sometimes I feel like I sound so repetitive. But anyways, not part of the podcast, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to be playful. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today with me for another session. Uh, we continue with our master plan series. I'm so excited for this series. To be honest with you, since I've been doing this series and, and talking about plans, I've been dreaming uh, about plans. My connection with nature, it has deepened. It's so interesting. I was cleaning one of my plants. I have, I have a few plants in my house and I was cleaning one of the plants today and like pulling the things that were old and, and, and not good and, you know, just dead. And I was talking to the plant as I was doing it. And my partner looks at me and he laughed and he said, I remember when I met you, you said that you couldn't even take care of like the most difficult plant. And now you have all of these plants and you take care of them. So it's just interesting to see how, as I deepen my relationship and the understanding of the consciousness of a plant, and I understand that they're as living as we are, they have an understanding and they have wisdom and they have a consciousness. It just changes the way that I interact with nature. Anyhow, let's go into what we are going to discuss today. So, The last time we talk about who was eligible and he and who was a good fit to work with a master plant. And today, what we're going to talk about is how does it work? I think that it's really important to understand the process, to understand the commitment that comes with doing a master plan because it's a commitment. It's not an 11-day commitment. It's about 40 days commitment, 41-day commitment. It's a commitment in so many different ways. Brothers and sisters, don't you ever please take a master plan lightly. This is not a toy. This is not a game. It's a very, very serious process. So right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through it um, from how does it work? How do I choose a master plan? How do I know which master plan works for me? Which one is the one that I need? How long? Diet? All the gist. Okay? So the first thing is in order to open yourself up, and commit into communing with the plan, you must be willing to commit to the process, right? Remember, commitment is number one. You gotta be committed. And to be committed, how do you get committed? You have an intention, a very, very, very deep, profound intention. Then 
a limited diet is required to allow the plant to move through you. So what you need to do is you need to abstain yourself of certain foods, of certain spaces, of certain practices. So for example, sexual activity, you can do that. And all it starts before you go in. So seven days prior to your master plan, you need to begin a diet. So it's super, 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 super important for you to begin this diet, for you to know what is it that you need to do beforehand. So you must, 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 must commit to a diet. And what the diet consists of is very similar to the ayahuasca diet. No sugar, no salt, no pepper, no red meat, no pork, no dairy, no yeast, no no fermented foods. Um, no caffeine, no animal fats, no spice, nothing that is spicy or hot, no cold drinks, no fermented food. I already said that. No alcohol, no recreational drugs of any kind, and also no other medicine. So you can't consume those for seven days prior. You come into the jungle. No music or media or videos that are very disturbing. And this is very similar, like I said, to the ayahuasca diet prior going to the jungle. And the reason why you need to do this diet prior going to the jungle is because you will also be consuming ayahuasca because it's part of the process of sitting with the medicine. So once you get to the jungle, so first you got to do a post a, a, a dieta before you go to the jungle, which I already highlighted. Now, second, once you get to the jungle, what's going to happen is you arrive to the jungle on the first day. And on the second day, you would be opening your master plan with an ayahuasca ceremony. You will be opening with an ayahuasca ceremony. Like I said, that's why you need to follow the dieta before you come in. So you do your ayahuasca ceremony. In that ayahuasca ceremony, you could either identify the plant that you will be dieting, or the maestro can identify the plant that you will be dieting, or since you already know the plant that you will be dieting, then you can go with the intention of connecting and opening the space for them. Now, before I continue with the process, another question, how do I know what plant should I diet? And the way I recommend my clients to know how to diet a plant, to know which plant to diet is connect to their intention. What is it that they want this diet do for them? Is it physical healing? Is it emotional? Is it mental? What exactly is that you want to heal? So then you know what plan to work with. Each master plan has characteristics, have properties that can help you heal that which you need to be healed. So knowing your intention, understanding what exactly is that you want to heal, then we can link that to a master plan. 
So that's one way. Another way that I tell my clients to choose is just to kind of read through all the information of the different master plans. We have sources for that. We send this information to our clients and they get to understand and know what are the properties and kind of assess based on what they read, what they felt. And at the end of the day, I tell them, just go to the jungle, talk to the maestra or the maestro, share with them your intention. And then the night of your first ayahuasca ceremony, the plan will reveal itself. The way the maestra described this is the plan chooses you. She says that the plan that will be easier for your body to receive the first time, that will be the plan that will come forward to work with you. So those are the ways that you can possibly identify what plan you want to diet. There is people that come to me and they say, no, I want to diet Uchu because I got Lyme disease and I want to heal this, or I have HIV or different kind of sexual um, disease that Uchu helps because Uchu is a doctor. Some of them are, I don't know what I want. And then we just go to the jungle, we go through the process. And then the next day when we wake up from the ayahuasca ceremony, they, the maestro tell them this is the plant. And then you realize what you're going to be dieting. Now, going back to your ayahuasca ceremony. So after you're done with ayahuasca ceremony, the next day, as I said, you will know if you don't already know, what will you be dieting? That day, you will exit your you, you will exit the maloca and where the ayahuasca ceremony is held, and then you will go and have breakfast with everybody. At least that's how this maestro does it. In other places, you actually don't interact with anyone after you exit from your ayahuasca ceremony. So something that I want to highlight is each maestro works differently. I've been taught by my teacher one way. The maestro that I'm currently working with works in a similar way, but a little bit different. So what she does is she allows you of that day to go and have breakfast with the group that you're with. And then after you're done with breakfast, then you go into your tambo and then you're staring to your tambo because what's next is an isolation. So you end up isolating yourself completely from everybody, right? During that isolation, what you consume is boiled rice, boiled potatoes, and boiled egg. That's all. The first three days of your isolation, so you exit from the jungle, you exit from your ayahuasca ceremony, and then you isolate yourself. That night or that day, you most likely will drink your first, um, they call it toma, or your first drink of the plant. How that works is the maestra or the maestro and you will harvest the medicine. Usually what is diet is the root of the plant, either if it's a tree or it's a bush, but we get the root, we pull out the root, and then the root is scraped 
and then soak in water for a couple of hours. And then after that has been soaked for a couple of hours and you're not in your tambo, isolated, then the maestra or the maestro will come in. They will do a private ceremony with you. They blow mapacho. They will do the whole thing. And then after that, you would consume it. Once you consume it, then the maestra will leave and then you will be by yourself at your tambo. Before you are completely isolated, the day that you exit your ayahuasca ceremony, you will surrender all your personal belongings to the people, to the facilitator, to the people that are hosting you. In this case, you will be surrendering to Shaman Flora and they will be completely safe, of course, because the only thing that you are allowed to have in your master plan is your clothes, your hairbrush, your toothbrush, your journal, and your pen. Lighter, mapachos, agua de florida, and palo santo. You have no colors, you have no guitars, no books, no phone, no watch, no toothpaste, no shampoo, no soap, absolutely nothing, 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 nothing. It's all about you communing with the plant and you proving yourself to the plant that you are willing to receive the knowledge and work with it because that's basically what's going to happen is when you diet is about communing with the plant is about isolating yourself and just spending time with it you're not allowed to leave your the premises or the radius of your room only the maestra or people that have diet the plant are allow to approach your room and only the maestra or the maestro is allowed to talk to you. So for instance, I've diet bovinsana and ajosacha. So if you are doing a bovinsana diet, I'm allowed to come into your space and bring you food, but I won't be allowed to look you in the eyes and I won't be allowed to talk to you. Like I can't even like acknowledge that you're, you exist. In the past, Maestros and maestras, when they will dye the plant, they will sleep next to the plant, outside, no tent, nothing, just laying on the ground in the wild jungle next to the plant. However, we are Westerns, and I don't think that we will be able to survive that. So what we do at Shaman Flora is we have tambos that are specific for dietas, and those tambos have master plants planted around it. So for instance, if you're dieting a plant called bovinsana, you will most likely stay in one of the tambos where we have bovinsanas planted all around it. So that way it kind of mirrors the behavior of the past and you have the comfort of the present. After you drink, because you will be drinking the, the plan at least for three days, at least. It really depends of your diet. It really depends of how the maestra is called to, to move it, but usually it's three. So you do three and you do three every single day after you exit from your ayahuasca ceremony. When you drink, 
If you drink at night, you only have breakfast and lunch, and then you don't have anything at night. There is also a dry fast too. So the master that I work with right now, she has you do a dry fast where the days that you're drinking the plant, you're only drinking water. You're not eating absolutely anything. You're only consuming the plant, which is very powerful because that deepened the experience too. And also when we don't eat food, our physical bodies weaken so our spiritual body can grow. And then after the fourth day or fifth day, you can now start eating a few things. So that's where we'll give you boiled plantains, boiled rice, and, and a boiled egg. And it's all no salt, no pepper, no oil. It's completely, completely um, like just boil. That's it. And then after the after you finish drinking, then the next, the rest of the days, the maestra will bring you your food. She will be the person that will bring you the food. The plant is not psychedelics. These plants are not psychedelics. You're not going to feel a psychedelic effect. Some of them will affect your physical body. Some of them will give you fevers. Some of them will have you have a different experience where it will challenge your movement. It will challenge your mind. They are, some of them are very difficult. Some of them are not as difficult. And I think it really depends on your intention and what is it exactly that you want to work. I did Bovinsana and to me it was amazing. I've heard other people that done Bovinsana and they had a really challenging time. So it varies of person. I can't really tell you how it's going to be for you because it's a very individual experience. And then on day 10, that will be the day that you will finally will exit your room. Throughout the period that you are isolated, you will be journaling a lot because the plant will be working in your dreams. You will have the most vivid dreams that you have ever had because that's how the plant communicates. The spirits can actually come and visit you in your room. When I did my dieta, someone shaking my bed and I wasn't imagining because I was awake and something was actually shaking my bed. I've heard another client that someone opened her door and she had to wake up and close it and there was no one there. So when you are isolated and you're consuming the plant, spirits of the jungle, they come and visit you to share their wisdom through like the physical space, through your dreams. So when you wake up, or you have insights, it's really important to write them down because eventually when you come out, you will want to read them and you will want to like go deep into the information that it was given to you. So going back to exiting on the 10 day, once you exit on the 10 day, that day will be your last ayahuasca ceremony. So you will hear the call that we do in the jungle. And then after that, you will go to your ayahuasca ceremony. That night, you will close your dieta. There are other dietas that you may have an ayahuasca ceremony in between, depending on the plant that you're dieting. 
But at the end of it, on that Sunday, you will go, you will do your ayahuasca ceremony. In that ceremony, you will connect with the plant and that's when you and the dieta kind of like end up becoming one. And then the next day, you will break your dieta. So the maestra will give you ají, that is um, like a spicy chili, lime, and salt. And that will completely break your dieta. What that means is now you can be around people, you can talk to people, you can shower, you can brush your teeth, you can wash your hair, all of those things. However, it's really important to not kind of rush to do all of those things. Because when you come out out of a master plan dieta, you're like a newborn child. Everything about you is heightened. Your sense of taste, your sense of sight, your sense of hearing, your sense of touch, your sense of smell, your whole being is like elevated to a whole nother level. So it's really important to take it slow. You're going to exit your room, or I'm sorry, you're going to exit the maloca where you did your ayahuasca and you're going to look at the jungle and you're going to feel so expansive. Everything is going to look massive because you have been isolated. You have been doing this work internally and now you are out of the world and everything is super amplified. So you need to take time to integrate yourself back into the world, into people. People are going to talk and it's going to sound super loud. It's, It's kind of like an incredible phenomenon. Yeah, you will need to experience it to know what I'm talking about. And after you come out, then I personally think that is the hardest part of a master plan is the post-dieta. So after you come out out of the jungle, now you have 30 days where you need to restrict yourself continuously from certain things. So you could have, um, you can't have artificial sugars, you can't have pork, you can't have coffee, you can't have animal fats, you can't have dairy, um, very little oils. Uh, ideally, you will need to use coconut oil, uh, no dry fruits that have artificial sweeteners, no vinegar, no pickles, no spinach, no yeast, no fermented food, no alcohol, no recreational drugs, no sexual activity, no like music or movies or things that are disturbing, um, no synthetic soaps or like perfumes or things that are not natural. Like you need to like really continue that work for 30 days because during those 30 days, the plan is going to test you. Because the plan wants to see if you are truly committed to the work. And what happens is, if you break your diet, oh my friend, the consequences are atrocious. And trust me when I tell you, this is not juju. This is real stuff. It will happen. The reason why I tell you that is because I've seen it. With my own eyes, I'm not inventing this. This is not like, yeah, whatever, Jimena, this won't happen. It will happen. I promise you, it will happen. And there's two things that happen to people. The first one is if you break your diet, either during or after, 
you will develop white patches all over your body. They will start appearing all over your body. So that's the first thing. And the second thing that could happen is you can have a psychotic breakdown. So what does that look like? It looks like you can't focus. You don't have any passion. You can't seem to find yourself. You are completely confused. Is is like there is nothing that you can do to ground you or to make you feel alive. You just depressed, sad, anxious. It's like completely amplified. Because what happens is when you diet and you consume the plant, what do you think is happening? The plant is in you, is running through your veins, is becoming part of your DNA. So when you break the diet, you're basically telling the plant. F you. It's like, I don't respect you. And what happens, the plan starts fighting you. So in, in, in Spanish, we call it chocar. It clashes. You and the plan clash. And now the plan wants to be out of you, but it can't because it's being bound to you. So now the plan fights you inside you. And you experience that as a mental breakdown. And there's nothing that you can do to change that. Only one thing and one thing only that you can do to change that. And is you need to go back to the jungle. You need to diet the plant again. But instead of being isolated for 10 days, now you're going to be isolated for 20. And then when you come out, your post-diet is not going to be 30 days. It's going to be 60 days because you need to pay your dues. And that is intense. I know someone that, that did it. I know someone that went through that and they really, they call me, they talk to me. They were, they were, they were ready to like completely like out themselves. And they told me, it's like, I don't know what to do. And then I said to him, there is nothing that you can do. You just need to go back down there and do it again. He was in Europe and I try to find solutions for him. I, I reach out to the masters that I work with and they told me, look, he needs to come back and do it again. I'll give him this solution, but that's just a patch that would not fix what he did. And then I reach out to him and I said, hey, the master gave me this information. Go ahead and use it. This may alleviate until you can come back to the jungle. And then he said, I couldn't wait any longer. I can't, I can't continue like this. He bought a ticket. He went back. He did it again. So as I was telling you from the beginning, the process requires you to have a deep, deep commitment. The reason why my tone, my demeanor, everything that I'm doing right now is the way it is, is because I want to reiterate to all of you that are listening, the importance of respecting these plants is so important. These are not toys, including ayahuasca, including every other plant that you work with, any other medicine that you work with. These are not toys. These are not to play with. These are as strictly there to help us heal. That's all. I hope that... <laughs> You guys enjoy this episode. I know I was really intense probably about what I was sharing, but I'm really passionate about this work and I have 
so much respect towards the plants because I have learned and understand with the years of working with them, their power. So it's like, you know, if you think about it is when someone that you really respect and admire, you do not want to mess with because you know the power that they have. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being in the space with me, for continuing wanting to educate yourself and learning more about these topics and this information, I think is super important for where we're going to. And I'll see you all on the next episode. If you have any questions, any concerns, if you want to know something else or learn more about something else, just let me know. Send me a comment, send me a message on Instagram on Shaman Flora, or send me an email on info at shamanflora.com and I will be happy to get back to you. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you on our next episode where we will be talking about how can these master plans help you. Bye. Thank you so much. So much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.